Season 1, Episode 11. On today's podcast, we continue to walk through developmental outcomes all youth need to be successful. We are going to look at why belonging and membership is important and how that shapes our young people. Have you ever felt that we are losing young people to the world around them and that they have already chosen to walk away from Jesus without even knowing him? And did you know that all young people are at risk for something? That's why I want to welcome you to the Jesus is my hashtag podcast, where positive youth development and youth ministry intersect. I'm your host, Deb Schroeder. Join me weekly for encouragement, resources, and strategies to assist you in helping young people make Jesus their hashtag. Welcome back to Day 4 at the Youth Development Construction Zone. The past three episodes, we reached into our toolbox and learned about safety and structure, self-worth, and mastery and future. If you missed one of these episodes, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to them. They are all under 20 minutes and a quick listen that helps to build our foundation of best practices in working with youth. In episode 7, I shared how the 12 key developmental outcomes can be broken down into aspects of identity and areas of ability. When young people develop aspects of identity, they demonstrate a positive identity when they have a sense of personal well-being and a sense of connection and commitment to others. Today, we will be looking at belonging and membership, one of the aspects of identity that ties into that sense of connection and commitment to others. This developmental outcome is probably one of the most known and understood to youth workers and caring adults like yourself. Why is that? In part, I believe it is because we understand and remember what it was like to seek this out for ourselves as young people. Even as adults, we still seek to belong. Belonging and membership is something we will carry with us throughout our lives far beyond adolescence. In fact, biblically, it is clear that we were created for relationship, to belong. Genesis 1 tells us how God created us in his image. He had a purpose for us, a design for us, so that we would be able to be in relationship with him. As we read further in Genesis, we see that God did not intend for man to be alone. Genesis 2.18 tells us, The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. You see, God designed us to be in relationship, to live and work together. This is important for us to understand as we look at this developmental outcome. Belonging and membership is the perception that one values and is valued by others in the family and in the community. So what does this look like for youth? If you ever want to see this in action, go sit in a middle or high school cafeteria at lunchtime. Look around and watch who sits with whom, who walks in together, who looks nervous as they hold their tray looking for someone to sit with. I can think of multiple movies or TV shows that depict a similar scene. The entertainment industry has figured out that one of the best ways to show teen angst is to film it in a cafeteria. We also see the need for belonging and membership inside the classrooms, outside the classrooms, in sports, clubs, activities, and even at church. 
Youth are trying to find, quote unquote, their people, while also figuring out who they are. Throughout adolescence, youth are navigating friendships and belonging. They may change friend groups, have a large cross-section of friend groups, or find one or two close friends that they stay together with. And sadly, there are some young people that struggle throughout adolescence to find the group where they can belong. Think back to your own middle and high school years. Who were your friends? What were you involved in? Did you feel connected? Did you feel valued? Did you feel that you belonged? As I see the definition of belonging and membership, the perception that one values and is valued by others in the family and in the community, I am reminded that there are several parts to this definition. Young people need to experience belonging and membership both within and outside of their family. But let's go ahead and look at family first. The bottom line is that young people need to feel loved by family. They need to feel that their family will protect them and that they belong there. They need to know that they are wanted and they need to be able to be an active part of their family. They need to be seen as offering value to their family unit, whatever that family unit looks like. It is this offering value to their family unit that really addresses membership. To be a member of a group means you play a role and you have a part. This is important for young people to experience within their families. If we are being honest, though, this doesn't always happen to young people within their families. Some youth have broken families, broken homes, and they experience mixed or different messages as they go between parents and homes. Some youth have poor relationships within their family. Some youth have missing family members and missing relationships. All of these things make their need to belong more intense. When young people don't have the sense that they are valued by their family or they don't value their own family, they will seek to replace the importance of a family with other people. The challenge, many times, they do not choose healthy persons with whom to find that belonging and membership. This is why youth should matter to our churches, to our ministries. There are so many youth looking to belong somewhere, anywhere, that our churches could be an amazing connection for them. When we have ministries geared to youth that approach them from a positive youth development perspective, we send the message that young people are valued, wanted, and welcome. I've seen youth programs that are designed to be for youth, but in the end, they don't truly value or engage young people. This is one of the reasons I am so passionate about youth ministry and positive youth development. When we marry the two, we are better able to reach and engage young people. And did you know that even if a young person has a healthy and strong bond within their family, that doesn't take away their need to belong with peers and other groups, other communities. In fact, it is this need to belong outside of the family where all youth spend most of their time during adolescence building relationships. This is the second part of that definition. Young people value others and are valued by them. As youth seek some independence from parents, especially during adolescence, these other relationships take on more importance for them. Youth want to find the group where they belong, where they are accepted and cared for. Youth need to know that they are liked and accepted. They don't want to be lonely or feel like they don't fit in. 
In fact, it is in these middle and high school years that the pressure to fit in is at its most intense. Young people have either experienced or watched others experience what it is like to be rejected, turned away, or even made fun of. That can be a real and ever-present fear that our youth live with day to day. They don't want to be the one that is suddenly outcast. So they work to maneuver and navigate adolescence by finding people that accept them. And seeking acceptance plays out in a lot of different ways. Sometimes they do this by seeking approval through laughter. I saw this every time I subbed in middle school. Other times, youth seek acceptance by avoiding attention altogether. They work to not be noticed by peers or by adults. They try to fly so low on the radar. In a sports environment, some youth seek to win over others by their skills and performance, while others do this by being more focused on being a good teammate. Regardless of how youth are seeking to be accepted, the root of it all is that they have a need and a desire to belong somewhere with someone or with many someones. Friend groups, sports teams, clubs, all of these things play a part in who young people are and who they become. Pause for a moment and think back to your own middle and high school years. Who were the people you chose to surround yourself with? Who were the people you liked to be around because that made you feel good about yourself? How important was it for you to have friends that actually accepted you for who you were? Yes, all young people need to find a group of peers who see them as they are and who will accept them as they are. Sometimes our young people will choose where to belong based on popularity, expectations from parents or peers, out of loneliness, out of fear. And I would even say that some young people feel the choice has already been made for them. As they start to belong to a group, there can be an unspoken pressure to not expand their group or to not change and develop who they are. As a parent, I have spent time talking with all three of my kids about this. I always tell them that they need to be liked by God, they need to like themselves, and they need to be liked by their family, especially their parents. I want my kids to remember these things as they choose who their friends are and where they belong. And when I have an opportunity to talk directly with young people about belonging, I always encourage variety. For young people to be able to be friends across multiple groups in school and outside of school. This variety of belonging to different groups does several things. First, it helps them to have more ways to feel valued when they have multiple groups of people in their lives. Second, it gives them more flexibility in figuring out who they are and who they want to be when they are around different groups of people. Third, it teaches acceptance by learning to see value in different people and different strengths of a group. And fourth, it sets them up to have multiple support networks in case there would be a problem within one group. Let's be honest, drama can often show up in friendship during the middle and high school years. You might be wondering, what role do you play in helping young people find ways to belong with peers and with other young people? In regards to belonging and membership, the most important roles that I believe we play as caring adults and youth workers is to be a listener, to be someone who deciphers, to be a truth teller, and to be a role model. As a listener, your job is to give a safe space for young people to talk and share how they feel. When young people know they can vent frustrations or fears about their friendships and the groups that they belong to, you are giving them a voice. 
Even if that young person isn't ready to voice these same frustrations to their peers, you are giving them a place to say it aloud and be accepted, not outcasted. That's important to young people. That lets them feel heard and feel valued. As someone who deciphers, you have the role of helping young people to figure out how to ask questions and how to self-evaluate what is going on in their relationships. You have the opportunity to teach young people what it means to decipher what is healthy and less than healthy in a relationship. Many of our young people just accept that they have to tolerate unkindness and unfairness. When we help them assess how things really are in a relationship, we are empowering them to want the best for themselves. And we can also help them decipher how these relationships can encourage them to grow closer to Jesus. As a truth teller, you can be the voice of truth that young people need to hear sometimes. You may have to be direct and tell a youth that they are not being a good friend. Or you may have to tell a young person that they were not treated kindly or are not being valued by others. But my favorite part of truth-telling is when we get to speak the truth of Jesus' love for them into their lives. We get to tell them how Jesus sees them, how Jesus loves them, and how Jesus wants the best for them. When we intentionally combine these truths into the other truths that we share with young people, we are taking steps to cultivate their relationship with Jesus. And how cool is that? And finally, as a role model, you get to show them what healthy belonging and membership can look like and what to do when it doesn't look like that. You do this by sharing your own experiences as a young person. First of all, that makes you more real and not seem so distant from what it was like to be a teen. Secondly, it also allows you to share mistakes, difficult choices, and things you wish you would have done differently. When we share our stories, we can model to youth and we can engage them with purpose and intention. Before we wrap up today, I want to take a minute and address those youth who don't feel that they belong. How do you as a youth worker, as a caring adult, help them to make connections? First, we have to be looking for those youth who seem to not connect. We have to keep our eyes open for them. Are they the teen that sits alone at lunch? Are they the one who never has anyone to pair up or partner with them? Are they the one that never sits or stands by someone? We have to be looking for these young people. Secondly, when we are aware of who they are, we need to be intentional about helping them to realize that we see value in them. We need to say it out loud what we appreciate about them. And then we can be intentional, creating ways for these youth to connect and feel like they belong. Maybe you need to move groups around, be strategic in how you pair kids up, or design activities that gives everyone clear roles. Thirdly, when we can engage in a conversation with this young person that helps us to learn more about how they want to connect with others, it can allow us to see new opportunities. Additionally, we can be helping to build interpersonal skills and investing in their self-worth, which in turn will help them to be more active in seeking out ways to belong. These are the first three steps in helping young people begin to develop that sense of belonging and membership. And yes, young people have to want this for themselves as well, or it's not going to matter what you do, it just won't work. And in those instances where a young person seems to push back against what you're trying to help them do, I want to encourage you to keep modeling what belonging and membership looks like. Create ways for it to exist with your young people. Keep praying and keep checking in with that young person. 
If you have other ideas or thoughts on how to help young people develop a sense of belonging and membership, I would love to hear them. You can always leave a comment on my Facebook or Instagram pages. It's how we can build this community together. Yes, belonging and membership matters to youth. They need to be valued and cared for by their family and in their community. They also need to care for and accept others as a part of their own relationships. Well, it seems like we've reached quitting time here again at our youth development construction site. We are going to take belonging and membership and put it back into our youth development toolbox. I hope you'll join me next time because we're going to start talking about responsibility and autonomy and why that matters for our young people. Hey there, fellow youth workers. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember what Matthew 9.37 tells us, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, keep showing up and keep caring.